Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. Hey, I'm Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Josh, that Ooh. snuck up on me. I heard you talking, and uh, and we've done this well over 100 times at this point, but I had that split-second panic of like, oh no, what do I say? When do I say it? And uh, yeah, literally it... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird, man. Um, but yeah, how you this doing? This is, uh, I'm doing well. This is the week after Thanksgiving that this, yes. oh, wait, two weeks after yeah. Thanksgiving that this goes live. When you hear two that. Two Mondays yeah. at least. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, what was your highlight? Like what was, no, let's not do Ooh. that. Let's do what was the funniest moment from Thanksgiving week? And what was Ooh. your saddest moment from Thanksgiving oh, week? Dang. All right. Uh, funniest moment is easy and honestly, sad's going to be hard because it was like a really good week. Funniest moment. Uh, so myself and my sister-in-law, Brittany, uh, we stayed here in Pennsylvania. So with Janice side, um, neither of us are like big people. Uh, but like we both love Thanksgiving food, like, and really just food. But Thanksgiving is like the peak of food, what's, in my opinion. What's your go-to dish? Like if, if Dude, Thanksgiving has this, Thanksgiving is going to be perfect. Turkey, mashed potatoes, turkey? rich gravy. No, no, it's the okay. combo. You got to have turkey, oh, you got mashed all three potatoes, of them? Okay. rich gravy, some sort of green vegetable. It was Brussels sprouts with bacon this time. And we onions. couldn't find Brussels sprouts. We were so what? disappointed. I know they're all Dude, that's out. so sad. And then the kicker, the kicker is a a pile of delicious sweet potato casserole. No marshmallows, but like lots okay. of butter and brown sugar on top with nuts. And dude, you just go around your plate, eat all of that at different times. Like one bite mm-hmm. here, one bite there. Mix your turkey in that gravy. Oh, maybe some cranberry sauce. But if I have those key things on my plate, I'm just happy. The funniest That's moment good. of our Thanksgiving was that uh, <laughs> we we started eating and everybody's like eating. At this point, the kids were like all wandering away. They were full, like they were going away to play. The adults at this end of the table are like starting to stop. They're already thinking about dessert slash like doing the chair lean back. And Brittany and I are both sitting there in the very middle of the table where suddenly like all the chairs around us have cleared out. And we just have access to every dish that was made. And literally, <laughs> I think we went probably six plates deep each. Dang. We were just still eating. And people like to the point where like the family started coming back because they were like trying to like clear the table a little bit. And like my father-in-law was like, how are either of you still eating? Like, what are you doing? What is happening here? And dude, it was just the best. So that was my funniest moment. Did you have a funny one? And then we can do something. pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, My funny one, and I won't throw him under the bus completely, but I'll throw him under the bus a little bit. My nephew's 12 now. So he's learning things that he should not know at his age uh, and uses that in conversation. Uh, So, uh, we're, we're driving back from somewhere. It's just me and him in the car. Oh, we're we're driving back from church. That's what it was. Had a bunch of errands to run, so he came with me. And uh, he was eating a beef stick. 
uh, and he was trying to eat my candy. And I said, dude, don't eat my candy. Eat my, like, eat your freaking beef stick. And then he continues with a very inappropriate statement about, and you could assume where he's going with right. this. Right, right, right. Uh, because it's a beef boy. stick. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, both shocked me and made me laugh. <laughs> um, but then I held it over his head for a couple of days and didn't tell his parents and just kept, anytime he did something annoying or inappropriate, I would just say, I have secrets. And he would shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so uh, his good. parents probably did not find it as funny as I did when I told them. Right. But uh, right. very funny. It's, it's a funny. But you're the uncle. 12, 13, You've 14, gotta, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're the uncle. Somehow I got blamed for it at one point. Uh <laughs> And I was like, whoa, 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 well, he can't be around you anyways. You know, you yeah. you said he's allowed to curse. I said, I didn't say he was allowed to curse. I said, Christians, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's funny. So your nephew's like, listen, I listened to Josh's podcast. It's about No, he Jesus. got that from me. And I took him to I- um, him and his brother to, uh, who's that group? Oh, Dude Perfect a while back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember it was, that. It was in one of our conversations there, but they definitely went home and told their parents um, everything That's that awesome. I said. <clears throat> That's awesome. But, no, it's, Man. it's fun. It's a fun age where, like, you can yeah. razz them and give yeah. them a hard time and they can give it back and, you know, it's all in fun. It's the best, man. It's the best. My one nephew just turned 16 and I'm really stoked to see him at Christmas. It's like, it's mind blowing. I literally remember like when he was born, you know, and like he's Mm -hmm. the, he's now like getting his driver's license and stuff. That means you're old, dude. I am old. I am. But it's still shocking. Like, how did this happen? You know, dude, only sad moment of Thanksgiving. And it was the day after. I put on uh I put on the Sleeping at Last Christmas album uh which is like so good it's so good um Sleeping at Last Yep yep Sleeping oh, at Last it it's the band name it's really just one dude but that Christmas album listen to it it's so good Anyway the first song opens like perfectly it's like this mix of like joy and sadness and Yeah, man, I took a moment and I was just thinking about like, I've lost all my grandparents over time, Mm. lost one of my uncles, like um, just realistically, man, like Christmas, there's something about the holiday season that's like, it's filled with deep, deep joy, right? And, And also you're confronted with like, who isn't there at the table? Mm -hmm. Uh, Who isn't there in, in moments like that? So, um, Anyway, man, I know you've walked through loss recently. I'm not trying to make you talk about that. I'm just saying like, realistically, yeah, I had like uh, a little bit of time of like, man, things are not not perfect. And one day, one day they will be and I'll be reunited with these people in heaven. Uh, Mm. But but there's sadness here, too, you know, so like tons of happiness, uh, some moments of like, yeah, this is still hard. Life is uh Life is fleeting. So that's yeah, where I'm that's at. Good. I just, as you were talking, I was just thinking through like, you know, we, there's no um, sadness in heaven um, mm-hmm. and what that would look like, but even just like harmony yeah. in general in yeah. heaven and what that would look like, because it's so far from our experience yeah. here on earth. And um, yeah, yeah, it could be kind of mind boggling. But no, I think too, like just getting to the end of another year, you know, 2023 coming to an end, Christmas yeah. kind of marks that. Um, yeah. and, and just like looking over your last year or maybe even just hopes and dreams you've had throughout your life. I think it's a time where people 
kind of just reflect on like what hasn't been, what has been killed, you know, stolen from us, killed, you know, destroyed in us and killed um, out uh, of this life, you know, there's, as the enemy is on the prowl and just reminds us of the battle that we are in. Um, And the other battle that those that don't know Jesus are still in because this is their life and they don't have this hope. I don't know. Yeah, that's good. I think for me, just seeing family leave is always hard. Um, mm-hmm. Granted, it's like five o'clock in the morning, so like you're not really yeah. paying attention to it, right? But, right. Yeah. You know, you know, my hope and dream, Andrew and Taylor, if you're ever listening to this episode, uh, is that you move to Colorado because I think you would have mm. a better life here, even though it's cold yeah. and you hate the snow and you guys complain about it being it below forty degrees. It's it doesn't snow as much as people think. Yeah. 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 120 degrees sucks. I'm just saying, and you have that mm-hmm. a lot longer than we have snow. Yeah. But no, yeah, just seeing people and Nathan too. But Nate's coming back out mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks and he's gonna be out here for a while. So be good to see. Yeah, just when family leaves. Dude, yeah, man. we're in the middle yeah. of the series. We're calling it I Am. We've been looking at the yeah. I Am statements of Jesus over the mm-hmm. last handful of episodes. We looked at I Am the Bread of Life, I Am the Light of the World, um, yeah. I Am the the Gate, I Am the Good Shepherd, I Am uh, the Resurrection and the Life, the last episode. And we come up to our last I Am statement. Yes. That yeah. Jesus made, I am the true vine, John 15. And yeah. If you haven't read John 15, I highly recommend you read the entirety of it. I'm not sure we yeah. will. We'll probably summarize it because it's a decent amount of, of, of content. But um, the concept of I am the true vine, uh, summarizing it really quick, and then we'll dive in. And Andrew, you can read the verses that, that you want to jump out yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm happy to read them first if you want, man. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. John 15, starting in verse one. I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of, of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do, if you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words in you, Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. I'm going to stop there. That's through verse 8. But Josh, you want to like take us away with any any first thoughts or thoughts you were about to share before I cut you off and, and read it? Yeah, I think this is a big verse for us here at Hill City. Like, um this concept of, of remaining in Jesus and what does remaining actually look like. Um, I think oftentimes we get even further into um, what Jesus is saying here is, is we, if you continued on and looked at verse nine and 10, like it, it's easy to look at these verses like, Oh, the only way I remain in Jesus, I just do what, 
you know, I keep all his commandments. Um, so I'm a good moral person. Um, and I make sure I, I keep good habits. If I go to church and I read my Bible sometimes and I try to treat people the best that I can in the moment, like all these tasks rather than like what Jesus tried to get across here is no, no, no. Like I'm the source of all life. Like I am your everything. Um, and if you've come to know me as, as Lord and savior, like, like you have an access to me, like, like he says in, in verse seven and, you know, we can explain this in more detail because it sounds really awesome. It, it is yeah. very awesome. Don't get me wrong, but it looks yeah. like very selfishly awesome. It could be, but mm. like you remain in me and in my words, you ask whatever you wish and it'll be done for you. Like there's a, there's a level we now have access to because we get, we know Jesus is in that way um, yeah. that um, others that don't know Jesus in that way don't have access to. And, but it's more than that. It's depth of relationship and depth of understanding and depth of, of, you know, the mysteries of, of the gospel being revealed to us and, and more glorious and glorious ways. It's, having peace in, in all circumstances, regardless of what's going on, you know, being able to love people, even the hardest the, that, that are to love because Jesus has done this work in us, but that work only happens when we remain in him. And I think going back a verse in verse six, it's this idea, like, like, I don't think we realize the gravity of not walking with Jesus, especially when we know him and we get outside of, um, we start to live this life in our ways or what we think is best uh, and how quickly things start to fall apart around us and how often dreams that Jesus placed in our lives to, to see fulfilled because we've been obedient and been walking with him step in step um, are lost and burned up and thrown away that, that we yeah. essentially get to the end where we're like our salvation has been secured and, and that's great. And we get to know Jesus and spend eternity with him. But so much has been burnt up along the way that we've lost mm -hmm. that Jesus hoped that we'd, we'd fulfill in this life, um, that he would be able to use us in that way. And, you know, there will be regret the day of judgment for even for those that know Jesus. Sure. Glorious, you know, everything coming to us. Yes. Great. Fantastic. But there will be a moment of, of regret of like, man, here was all the things that Jesus laid out and who he's created me to be and to live, live into other people's lives. And, and I squandered it because I didn't walk with Jesus um, in those ways. I just tried to, you know, do all the right things as a good, you know, religious, you know, individual would do rather than know the, 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 the God of the universe uh, in an intimate way. Yeah, dude. That's good stuff. And I, I was thinking actually along really similar lines of where I might go first with this. Um, but like, I wanted to go back kind of to the start, this, this idea, um, of like, I'm the vine and the branches and like the, that the analogy is clear, like fruit, wine, apples, whatever vine or branch type tree that produces fruit, something useful, like it comes from either a vine or from branches. Um, and so this is like super relatable. Um, but one thing that if you've been around church for long or like you grew up in a faith tradition, a Christian faith tradition, um, you probably heard a lot, uh, the phrase of like, well, look at the fruit of their life or what fruit is that bearing in their life? Things like that. And it comes from this, and it, and it also comes from some of the uh, later epistles that Paul wrote, uh, where like talking about, um, hey, false teachers are going to come, uh, false prophets will come and declare in in the name of God that they are sent by God, right? And this still happens all the time. Uh, and and one of the tests that kind of Paul gives is like, 
look at the fruit of their lives. Like look at what the results are uh, that are coming out of their lives. And in verse seven, Jesus talks about, um, or maybe it's verse six. Um, if you do not remain in me, you are like bran- a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. That's pretty clear. Like if you're not in God's will, if you're not following God's will, if you're not following in the way of Jesus, the fruit of your life, it might exist, but be like gnarled and withered. Um, or it might just not even be fruitful at all. You might be kind of running and trying to make your own name great or push your own agenda. But ultimately, God views that like like a brute branch that's been pruned off, thrown on the ground, and is ready to be burned. You know, it's like, but then on the flip, he talks about uh, in verse 7, if you remain in me and my words in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. And the key is if you remain in me and my words in you, then ask whatever you wish and it will be done mm-hmm. you, done for you. This is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Um, man, there was this really cool moment at our church a couple weeks back where there was this uh, just super encouraging message about like, miracles and signs and like God showing up in ways that are unexpected. And kind of the challenge was like, pray and ask God that he would, that he would show up to other people who don't know him yet through your life. Like ask him unselfishly, God, would you do works in and through and around me so that other people can like see you glorify you and come to know you as their savior? you know? And it was really cool thinking about that. And and I think you can read verses like this. Uh, you can read verses like when Jesus says, seek and you will find, knock and you will the door will be open to you. You can read this type of stuff and go like, man, if I just want something bit bad enough, if I just ask enough times for something for me, God's going to do it. Like that's the promise of the Bible. That's what it means to follow Christ. You can you can ask for anything you want and it will be done. Right? Well, like I could pray all day for a brand new Tesla filled with a trunk of gold to be delivered to my house. And unless that's in God's will for me and unless that's something that's going to bear fruit in the way Jesus is talking about here, man, that's not going to happen, right? Like that's, if I was praying that today, it would only be selfish, like only, you know, it it wouldn't be to glorify God, the father. It wouldn't be to, to have Jesus's words remaining in me and his fruit produced in my life. Um, that's a goofy example, but like, but it's easy to like start to drift down that path. If you just want something bad enough in this life and say like, well, Jesus talked about all these times and and ways that if you just pray enough and you ask in faith, it's going to be done. But man, the key is like, it is for the glory of God. And it's, and it's, if you remain in me, in Jesus, and my words remain in you, then ask whatever you wish, like, and it will be done for you. But the reality is if we remain in him and his words remain in us, then that shapes our will to be more like God's will, right? So we're asking for things that are God's will. We're not asking for, 
give me that Tesla with the whole bunch of gold in it, right? Unless for some reason that's God's will in somebody's life. It's not in mine. I can tell you that. Um, so anyway, man. At least kind not of yet. Tension. At least not yet. God could yeah, surprise me know. and be like, this yeah. is something that's for some reason in my will for your life. But I don't see that coming right now <laughs> based on trying to remain in, in God's way and trying to remain in God's will and trying to discern his will in my life through the things that were taught in the Bible and the things the Holy Spirit's revealing to me. Um, I don't see those things coming, you know? So anyway, man, like that's my tangent. It's like you got to gotta do those first two things before you're like asking for whatever we desire. It's like God wants to shape our will to look like his so that our lives can look like his son, Jesus, to all of those around us and uh, for his glory. Yeah. Well, I think too, like, you know, even just with the the miracles and the the um, dreams that you were just talking about from your church, like there's a level of that, that, you know, miracles were never done for the benefit of, of, the person, even that they were right. done for, or for the benefit of right. the asker um, that they're being done for, they were, they were done to, to show the deity of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's still true today. And most mm-hmm. likely why we don't see a ton of miracles, at least in Western society, um, is because we know who Jesus is. We've just denied him. We know his deity mm-hmm. and we've just denied it. Um, mm-hmm. it's not a matter of trying to prove his deity anymore at this, at this point. Um, Though we can bring it back, who knows? I think Jesus is on the, on the move right now. I think we're going to see some yeah. some cool yeah. um, restoration and revelation uh, in the midst of just the Christian church as we get back to you know what Jesus is up to and aligning our ways with Him. But I think too, as you're talking just about um, the fruit of of walking with Jesus and what does that look like? And I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but you know we have you know, this, the famous sayings of fruits of the spirit. It's not really our famous mm-hmm. saying it's Paul's, but um, <clears throat> you know, the fruits that we're looking for in people to see if they're walking closer with Jesus um, and not just doing tasks, not just reading their Bibles, but trying to build genuine, healthy relationship with Jesus. Like, do we see more love in their life and how they interact with people? Do we see more joy? Do we see more peace, uh, patience, kindness, gentleness, fruitness, yeah. uh, and self-control? I think I missed one in there, but um faithfulness i don't know it'll be too hard i don't remember what i said but um like this is the fruit that we're looking for one in our own lives right like how do i know if i'm walking with jesus and what i'm doing is i'm actually if what i'm doing is actually connecting me or keeping me connected to the vine do i see more of this in my life um you can go through the same um habits you could be reading your bible every morning and maybe you're like i read two chapters every day regardless of what's going on uh, and i do it religiously i'm very um self-controlled and self-disciplined about it uh, i yeah. make sure i avoid all these different things i don't drink uh i don't smoke i don't hang out with chicks that do wherever that right. saying goes um <clears throat> like all of these things and yet you're not seeing more joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, yeah. and self-control in your life. And if that's the case, then what you're doing isn't actually keeping you connected to the vine. They're just tasks that you're you're completing that makes you look as a, the, the issue would be a moral person. I, I think what happens to like Jesus has this conversation of those that are on the left and the right and um, it's in Revelation, but uh, he says like, 
did we not do all these things in your name? Did we not look at all this mm. done for you, God? And he goes away from me for I never knew you. Um, mm. Or this, or the lukewarm verses of like, you were never hot nor cold for me. You were just this lukewarm piece. Like yep. there was never growth because you never stay connected yeah. to the vine. Like yeah. this is the idea that Jesus tried to get and why it's so important that we're connecting to the vine. Like what we like to say here at Hill City is like, and I say here at Hill City because I'm recording this at Hill City right now, but, or at right. least the building, not the, there's no people here. I'm the only Hill City member uh, currently. <laughs> Uh, active in the building, but um, we like to say like, you can know God, like know of God, or yeah. you can know God. Like, do you know mm -hmm. God? Like, do you know mm -hmm. his heart? Do you know how it beats? Do you know, does he know you and the most intimate things about your life? Sure. He knows it, but have you told him it? Have you talked about it? Yeah. Have you opened up and been honest about those things and revealed mm -hmm. those things? So you can have this deeper uh, understanding and deeper relationship and deeper uh, coalition with him. Um, you know, I think oftentimes, I think a great illustration, I don't know where I stole this from, but I heard it somewhere of like, oftentimes for most Christians is we know so much about Jesus, right? We yeah. know all the facts and the figures. It's like a really, really good Facebook friends with Jesus. But in real life, I don't know anything yeah. about him. Um, yeah. Like being connected to the vine isn't about being a Facebook friend or a social media friend following right. with, with somebody where, you know, all these facts and figures, you know, their kids, you know what they do for fun, you know, the things that they love, all these, different, but they don't know you. Like yeah. it, that's not, that's not what Jesus is trying to create here and what he's trying to get across yeah. is, do you know me? Do you know, like, do I get to know you? Are we going to walk in that way? Are you spending time with me? Intentional time? Is that time increasing as relationship increases? Like, are, is these mm. things happening? Um, and yeah. you know, the, like Andrew was saying, the fruit of that is, do we see more of these things? Uh, it's in Galatians mm. somewhere, Galatians yeah. four, Galatians five, something like that. Yeah. Um, but you can Google fruits of the spirit to find mm -hmm. them. <clears throat> But yeah, Andrew looks like you have, you have a thought. I could see it on your face, I, my friend. I had to stop myself from interrupting you like six times, but I talked for a long time. So I'm like, I got to shut up and just let Josh run with it. Um, dude, I know you don't have a ton of time. You have a stop in like five minutes. Uh, so rather than, than camping out too much longer, I wanted to like move to our last kind of piece of like, what do you practically do with this? Um, a couple things from my I, spot. Um, read John 15 a couple times. Like if you're listening to this, we just read the first little chunk. There's uh, around 20 verses. We read like eight of them, you know, uh, 27 verses. We read eight of them. So like spend some time, sit with that. And man, like real practically um, in the month of December, which is when you're going to be able to hear this podcast. Um, you're going to have more time off work or more drives, more driving time to go to family's house or whatever, wherever you might be celebrating. You're, you're going to have a little bit more time this month at, at pockets of like, I can sit and think I could use this to pray. I could use this to scroll on my phone. And man, I just encourage anybody listening and I'm going to do this myself, but try to like take a minute, 20 minutes, hour, whatever time you need and pray first, like, God, would you reveal what the fruit of my life has been in this last year compared to years before? Like what's, what's the fruit that's growing in my life that maybe I can't see every day, um, for good or bad? Like, what is it? Where am I at? You know, what are you doing in me? Um, pray a simple prayer like that. Maybe get a pen and paper or whatever form makes sense to you just try to listen for a little bit, like look back a little bit and like, what, 
what are you doing in my life, God? Um, man, I can just tell you while you were talking, I was thinking about it and a little bit, and I'm going to spend a lot more time here, but like there's a few spiritual practices I'm trying to just bake into my normal life in, in a different way than I have in the past. Like the last six months have taken, taken things like prayer and fasting and Sabbath, like more seriously and just tried to really like make my, my rhythm about it. Um, and not so that I'm like, Hey, look at me in these brownie points, but, but honestly, as a way to get like unstalled in my walk with, with God and like to be able to grow in relationship to him, uh, with him, uh, through submission of things that I don't like to give up. I don't love to give up my free time on Sabbath. I don't love to give up my, my diet intake on days of fasting, but like these things in my life have, have led to like deeper relationship with God and, and have also grown me and shaped me and like pruned out some fruit in my life that I didn't want to grow, you know, and maybe replaced it with other seeds of things or, or buds of fruit that, that are starting to grow. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm very far from perfect, but as I do that quick inventory, that's a couple things I see, but get practical with it. What's the fruit that's growing in your life and what's God's will in your life? What fruit does he want to grow? You know, take some time, listen, and think about it. What about you, man? I know you got a couple minutes, but what's practical somebody could do here? I think I think it's important to go back and realize relationship doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't happen mm-hmm. with people by accident. It doesn't happen with, with God by accident, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you hope to be in relationship, be in a friendship with somebody, but you don't invest any time into those things, you don't do all the things that healthy relationship needs, like that relationship is going to fade off and, and fall apart. I'm not talking about like where you had healthy relationship at one point and then you've, you know, separated for whatever reason, one moved away or your know, life circumstances changed and then you come back and you have it again. Like that's not, that's not what I'm talking about, but it doesn't happen by accident. I think there's, there's six things in any healthy relationship, whether it's with God or with people that exist. I think first one's expressed love. Like how, how am I expressing love to the other person? Hopefully in a way that they are receiving that love, right? I have to give trust. Like I have to choose to trust that individual with my life, with my thoughts, with my dreams, with my hopes, with my pain. Um, and I have to be a safe place where trust can be given, right? There has to be consistent communication. We have to be talking to each other on a regular basis. There needs to be Mm -hmm. shared vulnerability. Are we being Mm -hmm. honest with each other? There needs to be invested time and there needs to be chosen interdependence. I have to be able to rely on that person and be relied on from that person. Um, And these six things are true of God as well. And I think the practical step is how am I, how am I doing these things with God right now? Like, what does it look like for me to express love? What does it look like to give trust to God? What does it look like to have constant communication with God? Um, What does it look like to, to share invulnerability? What does it look like to invest time? What does it look like to choose interdependence? And I know we look at God, like God doesn't need me. That's true. Uh, he doesn't. He's more than capable of of uh, continuing on and completing his without you. But for whatever yeah. reason, he's chosen to use humanity. So there is a dependence that God yeah. chooses to use you um, and, and be dependent on you to see his, his plan fulfilled uh, in this kingdom. But... <clears throat> 
Um, so I think those are the pieces, and this goes right along with what Andrew was talking about. You know, for Andrew, a lot of these aspects are those different spiritual disciplines that he's chosen to to participate in, and it's the same for me. Like you know, I spend time. I use journaling, Bible. So uh, for yep. me, it's scripture on one side, blank page on the other, and I use that mm. blank page to have a conversation with God um, back mm. and forth, where I'm trying to practice these things. Right? I'm trying yeah. to give trust, increase my faith. I'm trying um, to have communication back and forth, where I'm asking questions, or I'm writing out things I don't understand. I'm writing things I do understand. And why do I understand them? God, like, how did you bring those things uh, into mm. my life? Um, I'm trying to be vulnerable as, as I possibly can yeah. be in that space. Like yeah. I always have this, like tend to, like this fear uh, in me when you're doing, when you're writing and spending time with God of like, Whoa, what happens if someone picks up this journal one day? Yeah. Uh, like this is pretty vulnerable, you know, pretty yeah. vulnerable part of my life that, that now they have access to. And I don't know, I just leave them lying around in all honesty. So <laughs> anyone could, um, so I'm guess I'm not that worried about it, but, um, I think there's a tendency to hold back because you have that fear in environments like this. And my, yeah. my pressure I'm trying to put on you is don't hold back, um, be mm. vulnerable, take the risk. It's worth it. Relationship yeah. matters. And then time in general, like, are you spending time with God? If, if the only time you're spending with God, and I'm saying quote unquote time with God, uh, is when you're going to church in a church service, I'm sorry, God is there. Sure. But you're not really spending a ton of time with him. It's the body spending time with him. It's a whole nother thing. Uh, and that's, if that's the yeah. only time you're, you're going to not be connected to the vine. I promise you that you're yeah. going to struggle. You're going to wonder why you can't have peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. Um, and then the last one is like, how am I, how am I forcing myself? Right. We're American people. Uh, mm-hmm. most of our listeners though, we get Germany in there every once in a great while that surges over there for whatever reason. Shout out Germany. um, Most of our listeners are from America. We don't need to depend on anybody to survive in this life. And we really don't even need to depend on anybody to thrive in this life. Um, That's the the downside and the positive side of Western civilization. Um, But you have to choose to force yourself to be dependent. That means maybe you're sacrificing certain things in your life. You're sacrificing high levels of your income um, because you're trying to create a dependence that you're forced to depend on God. Um, there, there's other ways to sacrifice different things, right? Like what am I sacrificing? So I have to depend on God, right? I just moved into our neighborhood, not the best neighborhood around the church, but, um, it's yeah. the neighborhood that yeah. God has planted our church yeah. in. So I'm going to try to love the neighborhood and to move gonna into this neighborhood. I had to downsize drastically from where hmm. I was living. Like these are sacrifices that I've chosen to take because I'm trying to create a dependence on God. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. There's a, there's a, a midst of the sacrifice that you could be like, I could flip it and then, you know, be on the other side of, uh, yeah. I now created more margin in my life. So now I, I can just depend on yeah. myself more, right? Like, yeah. be careful of, of the game that we play here, but, um, right. like there's this dependence that we want to create. So I think what Andrew mm-hmm. said, um, putting it through these lenses of like, this is what healthy relationship looks like. And how are we doing this with God himself? And if you don't know, reach out, like we'll, we'd be more than happy to talk with you. We'll jump on a, a Google yeah. meet with you and, and talk through it. Email us totally. at thisjesuslifepodcast.com um, or reach out to you know someone at your church if you're a part of a church um, yeah. already and just say, hey, I'm trying to figure out how to actually stay connected to the vine. If mm-hmm. that person's advice is all about uh, moralism, it's all about like doing the, the right things and not in avoiding the wrong things, You've, they've probably missed the point as well. And maybe you can journey together through John 15 together and, you know, yeah. let God do what God does and, and intervene yeah. and, and provide the, the mystery of the wisdom. But um, good. I, I think those are, those are the two big pieces. Uh, Andrew, yeah, any, any final thoughts before I got to run? 
Dude, this I Am series has been awesome, and uh, and it's given me a ton to think about, and I uh, I'm just glad we did it. So like, thanks for thanks for wrapping through these last seven sessions, man. And uh, yeah, like the it's it's the whole key, right? Like Jesus is is the key to to our walk with God. We need to walk in the way He walked. We need to know the things He taught and try try to live them out as best we can by the grace of God. So um, hope when you hear these practical thoughts at the end, it's never like, a, wow, they're just giving me a list of stuff to do. We're just two normal dudes and we're trying to like live this out. And we're trying to think about how to live it out ourselves and how we'd encourage others to along the way. So hope you found this encouraging. If you're listening, Josh, thanks for the, thanks for the time, man. I'm glad we did this. And, uh, Happy start of the Christmas season, my friend. Um, Happy December. Here we are. Happy birthday, Jesus. Let me pray to Jesus. Uh, It feels like that's a good way to close out a series where we talked about him for seven episodes. But Lord Jesus, (laughs) um, first and and foremost, thank you for your sacrifice on the cross. Uh, Thank you for your resurrection. Thank you that you brought restoration to your people and um, not just restoration, God, but that we get to know you and be with you. Um, God, we have verses like this and, and... in quoting you in John 15, where um, we know what relationship could be and the access to life that we could have because we walk with you and um, God, the the things I just think of, you know, as Andrew was talking about, um, you know, aligning our hearts with God hearts. And those are the prayers that we're asking for. And those are the prayers that, that you are granting um, or, or moving in the midst of. But I just think of God, what impact could we have if our hearts were aligned with yours and we dream the things that you dreamed and we wanted to see the impact that you could have uh, on our our friends, our family, our, our neighborhoods, and those that are around us. Um, God, what what would that look like? Um, and I think we may be blown away by the adventure that you would take us on. Um, so God, align our hearts with you as, as we spend more time with you. Um, God, let our time with you be fruitful. Uh, let our time with you uh, be impactful to our hearts and our lives. God, let us see more fruits of the Spirit um, practically and in front of us. Make those things relevant and, and um, blatant, God, to us um, so we can see how you are working um, in our lives so we spend time with you, which is just going to create more a desire to spend more time with you. And God, in the slow times and the hard times and life gets really difficult, um, God, let in those places be the places we, we cling on to you most often. Um, and God, bring those hard times into our lives. Um, I know it's a weird prayer, but God, bring those in because it creates that dependence on you. God, we, yeah. we know that that's, that's mm-hmm. the source of life. So you are the source of life that, that we're with you and, and walking with you. We're connected to the vine. Um, so God, work in that area, work in that place. Um, we love you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for all you've done, all you're doing, all you're going to do. Um, We just give our lives to you. Amen. Amen. Thanks, dude. Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us, and we hope that it helps bring you closer in your relationship with Jesus and with other people. And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you. We want to hear from you. You can email us at hello at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. You can message us on Facebook and Instagram, or you can just visit us at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. But seriously, thanks for listening.